Okay, let's get into Parshas Ekev, Tavshin Pei Gimel. The uh, Shabbos, uh, following Shabbos Nachamu, we are in the Shiva Denachemta, the seven comforting parshios uh, relating to the Haftorahs between Tisha B'av and Shabbos Shuva. And we start off with a thought on benching. About benching, as we know, in the uh, towards the beginning of this uh, parsha, Parshas Ekev, we have the source for the only bracha mefurish, possibly that's daraisa, maybe two, according to the Ramban, but the one that everybody agrees to is uviachalta v'savata uveirachta, as we have here in Paraches Pasagyud, <coughs> the source for birchas hamazon, right before Shani, right before Shani. It says Rav Salvechik in source number one, when we think about benching, just to keep in mind Rav Shlomo Zaman Oyerbach's comment, uh, that uh, it's harder to bench properly than to daven properly. Uh, and that's an important statement. Right? Davening, Mele, he says we're in shul and we're focused and everybody else is davening. Benching is much harder. Benching is uh, we're, we're at home, there's a lot going on, maybe other people are not benching. But uh, benching has to be something that we uh, focus on and that we uh, you know, um, invest in. Uh, remember, if Schwab, <coughs> if Schwab has a comment also where Schwab uh, was discussing the uh, difficulty in what to do when Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos, and one doesn't know what to do with Shalashudas, because you really have to finish Shalashudas, you have to finish eating uh, bread by the morning, by 9.30 in the morning, but you have to have two meals, so what do you do? So all different opinions, some say you uh, you um, are that week, you're Yossi with Peiros, the Yor HaSholchan has a big Chiddush, maybe there's no Chiv of Shalashudas that day, um, but uh, most assume that uh, you figure it out, and uh, many say that you uh, just wash twice in the morning. You daven early, you wash once, and you have a little piece of fish, and then you bench, and then you take a walk around the house, and you take 15 minutes, and then you wash again, so you have both meals before the uh, the sovzman. Uh, Rav Schwab uh, is quoted as saying that he couldn't do that. He couldn't do that um, that approach. Why not? What's so hard? He says, I can't bench twice so close together. So we might say, what does that mean? Just bench twice. What's what, what's so hard about it? Rav Schwab put his all into benching, and it was he said it was it, it's hard. It's hard to concentrate and focus twice, you know, properly so close. So halavai, we should all have that have that problem that we should uh, take benching so uh, so uh, <coughs> seriously that that we wouldn't be able to bench twice so close together. But either way, the message is clear. Sir Salvechik says in source number one from Misora Sarav. Interesting comment that tefillah and birchas hamazon require somewhat opposite approaches and opposite feelings as we as we fulfill these mitzvahs. The Gemara tells us in brachas that um, <coughs> the uh, although we bow in the Thanksgiving section of the Amidah, we say hoda to bow during the recitation of birchas hamazon is inappropriate. We don't bow. There's no be- uh, bowing during birchas hamazon. This distinction in practice is rooted in the fundamental difference modes of approaching Hashem that we experience in prayer versus the grace after meals. Prayer is the act of insubstantial man lacking the wherewithal to subsist, appearing before the all-powerful being upon which his existence depends. That's a, that's a heavy sentence. When one prays, one is afflicted with troubles and is unable to overcome them without the help of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The uh, the approach that we take in tefillah is that we're lacking. There's a chisaron, right? We're missing something, right? We're dependent, right? That's the uh, um, we'll mention it. Salvation doesn't mention it here, but I'll uh, mention it, right? There's the machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban about uh, 
Tfilah, the Rambam says that Tfilah is mitzvah daraisa every single day. The Rambam counts that as mitzvah hey, the first mitzvah uh, that he counts about doing something after he counts believing and uh, the unity of Hashem and Ava and Yira, that he counts davening. It's a mitzvah daraisa to daven every single day. And the Ramban uh, says no. The Ramban does not count it as a mitzvah. Separately, he just has it as a mitzvah to daven be'es tzara, when there is a... Um, moment of difficulty, of pain, of uh, danger, a sorrow, so the, uh, that's what the Ramban says, it's Daraisa, based on a Pasuk in Parshas Baha'aloscha. So Salvechik suggested that, <coughs> it could be that the Rambam agrees also, that the only time that we daven is, uh, the only time there's a chiv to daven is a sorrow is when there's a time of na- potential national calamity or personal uh, uh, danger, but the, the Chiddush, the Rambam, is that life is viewed as an a sorrow. All of life is dependent. Just because something happened yesterday does not mean that's going to happen tomorrow. And therefore, davening, all, all of it, the, the, fundamentally it's Esara. And that's exactly what the Rav says here. What the Rav says here, and that's why the tefillah comes out of a feeling of discomfort, a feeling of lacking. But benching is exactly the opposite. Birchas Hamazon, on the other end, encapsulates an entirely different attitude. V'achalta v'savata. You can't have svia and then daven. Exactly the opposite. If you have svia, you're not going to daven. But svia is mechaev berchas amazon. Berchas amazon is recited on a full stomach to thank Hashem for the bounty and material blessings that He has given us. Bowing, there's no bowing, there's no hishtachavayo, because that's symbolic of dependence and the insufficiency of the person, reflecting the attitude of prayer, but is incongruous with berchas amazon. Right, and that is the, uh, even he says, uh, somebody who's drunk cannot daven, but somebody who's drunk can still say berchas amazon. Because drunkenness reflects an attitude of satiety and abundance, having enjoyed the earth's produce. And that can fit, can be compatible with berchas amazon. But obviously it is not compatible to <coughs> tefillah, uh, and therefore, uh, one has to know when one is about to bench, one feels that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given. It's the opposite mentality that we have from davening. So as we think about it, whenever we talk to Hashem, we're just talking to Hashem. It's all the same. We have to, no, we have to realize that there's, there's differences in emotion and attitude. Even within tefillah, the different parts of tefillah, Shavach Bakasha Huda, but surely uh, this message as, as well. Okay, we continue. So we have in Akev a number of mitzvot, and continuing Moshe Rabbeinu, with the lessons of Jewish history. It goes through the Chet um, Egel and then by Revi'i, Paragyud, at that moment, says the uh, says Moshe Rabbeinu, at the end of the 40 days, Rashi says, the end of the second 40 days, after the Chet Egel and after he davened for forgiveness for 40 days, that's what Hashem said to him, fashion another uh, I made the Aaron first before I got the Luchos. Where am I going to uh, put it? So this is the uh, uh, the discussion of the Luchos Nios and the Aaron. Right, fashion two luchos like the first ones. Go up the mountain. Come up the mountain. Come up the mountain. come up to me. Aaron and you shall make an Aaron. You shall make an Aaron. That's what Rashi just noted. Uh, the opposite order um, that's uh, quoted, and Rashi quotes uh, which Aaron was this? Was it one Aaron, two Aarons? Good. Says Rabbi Bachai. Rabbi Bachai, right here on the pasuk. 
כבר כספתי בסדר ויהי בשלח. שהארון הזה שעושה בצלל נגנז שם בבייס המקדש עם צנצנס המון ושאר דברים. This ארון with the luchos in it was hidden. Was hidden underneath the base Hamigdash in the uh, secret chambers that Shlomo Hamelach already put in when the base Hamigdash was originally built. And Yoshio Hamelach, even a, more than a hundred years before the Chorban, he already commanded you have to hide it, you have to hide the Aaron, take the Aaron out of the Kodesh Kadashim and hide it underground. Why? Why did Yoshio Hamelach? command that the Aaron should be placed underground. He didn't tell us to uh, to uh, remove the menorah, remove the shulchan, remove others. So it could be, Rebbe does not say this, but it could be that the other kalim all have a function and not just a representation. Right? That they all, uh, they all uh, are part of avoda. And therefore, you can't not, not do avod if you don't have a menorah, you don't have a shulchan. The aron, fascinatingly, did not serve any function, meaning it wasn't used in the avod, except on Yom Kippur by the Ketoris. But we know from Bayisheni, you don't need the aron to do the avoda. You can do the avod just in the spot. You can't light uh, candles if you don't have uh, a menorah. You can't, where are you going to put the breads if you don't have a, uh, a shulchan? So that, that could be one idea why the aron more than other more than other kalim. Uh, but let's see what Rabbi Nachai says. Ha'echad li'iloi k'tushasa. Maybe inherently it has in, infinitely more kedusha. You can't measure kedusha. You can't leave like a like a, a kedusha scale. That's a six and that's an eight, right? Every level of kedusha is infinitely more intense than the previous level of kedusha. So the aron iloi k'tushaso she'ein l'cha mekuda she'meula b'chol akelim kamoso. There's no kli like it. Filled with the Aaron, filled with the Luchos. Just like it was the first one to be made in Parsha Shruma, that was the first Sivui. It's somehow symbolic of Avakarish Baruch's presence, the Kisi Akavid. And the Shrina always connected to the Aaron. Therefore, there was no Shechina, as the Gemara tells us in Mesechas um, Yuma. Lefisha Yoshio Yodei, and Yoshio knew. He already foresaw that B'nai Yisrael would not do tshuva. He tried. He commissioned and he orchestrated an amazing tshuva movement. But he knew it wouldn't last. He knew eventually it would be destroyed. And the Nevi'im in his day screamed about it, and he believed them. All the kalim would be exiled to Bavel. So he had he had Rachmanus. He didn't want the Aaron to be taken, and that's why he put it away. And that's why even during Baisheni, when the when the pictures and the the Arch of Titus, all the pictures they're carrying around all the kalim, they're not carrying the Aaron. Right, that's not in the pictures. So number one, he put the Aaron away because he knew it would be destroyed. Uh, the Beis Hamikdash would be destroyed, and he didn't want it to be taken because of its unbelievable kedusha. Vahasheni, and number two, Shera ba'aron simin hanesia. He saw in the Aaron siman warning signs, warning signs that uh, something was going to happen. The badim, the the rods. The rods that were meant for uh, 
carrying during that that extended in the days of Shlomo Niskatsru Biyamav. They shortened in his day. They got short to what it had, like it had started in the days of Moshe Rabbeinu. When the Abadim were sticking out, uh, sticking out of the Parochas, right, when, when it was sticking out, it was like the two breasts of a woman, uh, which symbolized nourishment. And that could symbolize spiritual nourishment of the people. When you look at the Aron, uh, we look towards the Kodesh Kadashim and you see that. And that's what Shlomo Melech talks about in, in Shir Hashirim. And once, during the days of Yoshio, he saw there was no more nourishment. Right? The Badim went back to their regular size. The Chazru Klape Pnim, Right? The Bnei would be depressed. They wouldn't see it coming out. Ubaltim and Aparochas Keminag. Like they used to. Lefisha Chazru Lo Samida Shaybime Moshe. Vehikir Yoshio Bazer Yoshio recognized this shas aron mezuman lenesia umis kanefa holech. He realized that maybe the aron is getting ready for its um, movement, for its travels, and therefore it's getting back into travel mode. It wasn't like the extension that took place in the days of Shlomo. It got back into travel mode and it got much shorter. And therefore, maybe Yoshio didn't want it to travel. Right? It took that as a simon. I'm going to bury it. So number one, because of its amazing intense kedusha. Number two, he didn't want it to be carried, and he saw simanim that it was going to be carried. Va'od, and finally, the story described in Navi, went to do the avoda, and he found the sefer Torah. The shchurbin was going to happen, as he tells the story. And because he saw these simanim, skip a few lines, Ra'alagonzo. Right? He, he wanted to hide it. He wanted to hide it. He didn't want them to get it. Either because of his kedusha, or just because he saw the warning signs on this, on this kli, and that's what motivated, that's what motivated him. There is a important ha'ara, another ha'ara from Rav Salvechik, and that is, this description that Rabbeinu Bachai says that he was gonies, it is really a machlokas. If you look at Mesechah Shkalem, and Mesechah Yuma, there's a machlokas where the Aron is today. Some say that the Aron went to Bavel, right? There is an opinion like that in the Tanaim. But the other opinion is that it was it was Nignas underneath. Sounds like a historical machlokas. But where's the Aron today? Where's the Aron today? The question is, why then does the Rambam take a stand on which opinion is true? The Rambam in Hilchas Beis Abachira, in the beginning of the fourth parak, source number three, where the Rambam is describing the Beis Amikdash. Evan Haisa B'Kodesh HaKadashim, B'Ma'aravo, there was a stone, in the Kodesh Kadashim, towards the west, Va'aleha Hayaha Aron Munach, Ulafanav Sinsenas Haman, Umata Aron. That's where all the great uh, objects were. That Behiri uh, Yibadabe Sabigdash will be able to see the Man and the Aron staff. Ube'esha Mana Shlomo Sabayas. When Shlomo built the Bayas Rishon, the Yadasha Sofali Kharib, and he knew that it was ultimately going to be destroyed. Bana Makom Lignos Boha Aron. He built an underground passageway. Deep and crooked and impossible to find. Passageways. He knew the passageways and he commanded for them to bury it deep down. Under 
the Beis Hamikdash in the places where Shlomo built. So he hid it there. Vinignazimo also with the Aaron was hidden. The Mata Aaron, the Tzitzit Shemana Mishcha. The, the tzitzanus of Mon and the Shemana Mishcha. We call Elul lo chazu b'vayishedi. During b'vayishedi, they did not come back. They were not lifted up. All the urmetumim, uh, etc. So the Rambam takes a stand on which shita is true. So Esther of Salvation, what's the difference? This is a historical machlokas. The Rambam Mishnah Torah is telling you Allah. What, what difference does it make where the Aaron is? Whether it's in Bavel or whether it's in the, the, the basement. Answer of Salvation says, because to have a base hamigdash, the root of it has to be Torah and the Aron. The root of all Kedusha flows from the Torah. There's no Kedusha that's separate and uh, disconnected from from Torah. Nothing has inherent Kedusha. What, what's the de- Tashvishe Mitzvah versus Tashvishe Kedusha? Tashvishe Mitzvah, a lulav, a shofar, uh, a sukkah, Tashvishe Kedusha, anything connected to the Ksav of Torah. Tefillin, tefillin boxes, tefillin bag, <coughs> and, the, and the like. So... The root of Kedusha is all, it has to be Torah. Rav Salvechik says, if you have a shul without a Torah in it, it's lacking in Kedusha's Beis HaKnesesh, which is Mikdash Ma'at. You have a place that you daven. Okay, it has a certain level of Kedusha for Tefillah, but the, the ultimate Kedusha's Beis HaKnesesh flows from the fact that the Torah is in the Aron, and that's radiating out spiritual Kedusha. The same thing with the Beis HaMikdash. Beis HaMikdash without the Torah... Uh, the luchos in the Aron is, is anti-definitional. It's not a base HaMikdash. So yes, the second base HaMikdash did not have the Aron in the Kodesh Kadashim, but you needed it there in order to be able to have the concept of base HaMikdash. And that's why, that's what the Raman gets from that sheet up of the Tanoim that is buried underneath, because that's what you, that's what you need. Okay. Now we get to a, a, a Drush. A Drush from the Klusha's Levi, Reb Levi Yislav Yibardichiv. One of the great uh, defenders of Klai Yisrael, Rebbe Yitzchak, in source number four, he tells us a classic Jewish on a pasuk uh, later on in the parsha. So we have in Perak Yud a couple of sukkim later pasuk Yud Beis Yud Yud Beis right by Chamishi. Yisrael Ma Hashem Now, B'nai Yisrael, what does Hashem ask of you? Kim Hashem The simple pshat it requires elaboration. That's why Chazal and the Rishonim. And this we spoke about in the past. What does Hashem ask from you? What's the big deal? He, so hard? What does he ask from you? Only, Only fear him. And follow in his ways. And to love him. That's it. That's all. Yeah, is that so hard? So that's what the, uh, that's what the, uh, the Pazik says. And there are a lot of Ramazim uh, on this ma is uh, maybe a reference to ma'a, a hundred, a hundred brachas. Uh, but let's see the drush, the drush on the first part of this pasik from the Kedusha Slavey. Haklau, source number four. A person has to be an anav, has to be humble, humility. In all areas, in areas of Parnassah, in areas of Kavid, always Anava. But there is one area that you are not meant to be an Anav, says the Kedusha's Levi. V'shem Tomar b'avodes Hashem, gam Anav. Who am I? What are my mitzvos? What am I accomplishing with every uh, Maisa Chesed? 
Chas v'shalom lomar kein. Says the Kedusha's lady, Chas v'shalom adaraba ha'adam tzarich lomar ma'asai sha'ani oseh mitzvos Hashem chashuv eitzel habori yisbarach. My mitzvahs are so chashiv to Hashem. Hashem loves my mitzvahs. I am awesome. Hashem loves all the mitzvahs that I do. Because if somebody says the Kedusha's Levi is an anav in the mitzvahs that he does, what are my mitzvahs? What's my tzitzes? What's my tefillin? What's my Shabbos candles? What's my what? I'm just... You can't have that attitude. What are you doing? You're changing worlds. You're being mashpia. If somebody has that attitude, what are my actions? to Hashem, To say that, that it's, it's even a kfira. It's denying. HaKadosh Baruch Hu told you to do this. And you do it? You think that's nothing? The mitzvahs that I do... My mitzvahs, Hashem loves my mitzvahs. Hashem loves my tzitzahs. Hashem loves my, my uh, kind word to my friend. Hashem loves it. Hashem has a tainuk. Hashem has such an enjoyment <coughs> from the mitzvahs that I do. And that's what Chazal uh, allude to the, the gaiva of Shemina Shemesh Shemesh or the Gemara and Sota, but Hashem loves it. Line 13, 14. And because I know that Hashem loves my mitzvot, that has to give me a nachas ruach. If I know that I'm giving nachas ruach to Hashem, that has to give me nachas ruach. And therefore, I have to feel good about my life and what I'm accomplishing. They says Tainug connects to eight, and then you have Tainug of the Tainug. Tainug of Hashem gives you Tainug, and therefore we have to make sure that we're we're not an anav about our avodas Hashem. No, 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 we're not, and that's why that's alluded to now the drush in the pasuk. Ma is a simon of anava, right? Like Chazal say, Lo ka'avraham el kamoshe, shamar v'nachnu ma, v'zeh ma haynu midas anava, Hashem alokech ha'shomimach. So, v'ato Yisrael, ma Hashem alokech ha'shomimach, ma, right, anava, Hashem alokech ha'shomimach, Hashem asks of you anava, in all areas. Ki im, ki im means except by, except by, klomar, v'midas sheyeh alokha yiras Hashem, also lios lokha midas anava. Regarding all of these, regarding your Yeras Hashem and Avas Hashem, and Lechaz Bechol Durachav, no Anava there. Chas v'shalom, ma masay chashuv eitz l'Hashem yisparach, liyos liyiras Hashem, lasos b'tzvosav, ze'asalom mar adaraba, we don't say that. So that's a Kedushas Levi that Hashem loves us. Hashem loves every single Jew and every single mitzvah that every Jew does, every simple Jew. Rebbe Yitzchak, all the amazing stories about him, but this is exactly uh, fits into his uh, life's work, and that is every Jew's got to be a balgaiva, not a balgaiva in a way of arrogance, pushing anybody else down, but just to be proud and to stand up straight regarding all the mitzvahs that he does, and realize that Hashem loves them as well. Okay.
Moving right along, we continue with a Pasuk, which sometimes we read, and uh, we might think that these are just pretty similar and repetition and synonymous Pasuk Yud. Perak Yud Pasuk Yud Zayin. Ki Hashem Elokeichem, says Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem Elokeichem, Hu Elokeihu Elokim, Va'adoneihu Adonim, He is the, how would you translate that? The God of Gods, the Master of Masters, Lokeil HaGadol HaGibar Bihanora, the amazing, great, does not show favoritism and does not take bribes. Right? This is the passage that the Malachim quoted in Brachas Davchaf. Hashem, you say you don't show favoritism. So how do you show favoritism to Am Yisrael? Right? They were very upset about that. And the answer given, right? Well, we go out of our way for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right? Also this week's parsha. Right? Midaraisa, you need to be satiated. And they bench on Akazai So if they go out of their way for me, then I surely have to go out of the way, out of the way for for them. But anyway, this is the other pasuk. By the way, those four words is the basis for Shmona Esrei, right? The four phrases that we say at the beginning of Shmona Esrei. Remember that Gemara in Brachas and in Megillah that there was a chazan uh, in the days of Rabbi Chanina, I think it was, that went to Davin and he added on a number of adjectives. Ishman Esrei. Amazing, stupendous, awesome, dynamite. Ebchenim went over in Methdamining and says, Did you finish? Did you now praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu exactly? You hit it on the mark? It's impossible. It's impossible to finish. So just say what Moshe Rabbeinu said. And that's what we do. In this Pasuk. Just say that. And that's what Shman Esrei is, the Amida is, uh, is based on. But if you look in the Svarno, the Svarna was always concise and cryptic, and one has to focus and think about his words deeply. But here, he just notes for us, and we'll go through it a little bit, but uh, a lot more will need to be discussed, that every phrase here in the Pasuk, uh, it's not a repetition. Every phrase is referring to a different aspect of the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the uniqueness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he starts off, Hashem Elokeicha, Hashem is your God, Hu Elokeo Elokim Va'adoneho Adonim. What's the difference between those two phrases? Elokeho Elokim, Adoneho Adonim. Says the Svarno. Elokeho Elokim, Hanitzchi Alkal Nitzchiim. Eternal, more than all the other Eternals. Hanivdalim Mechomer. That are separate from physicality. Vizesh Nitzchiyus Kulam Hoveh, Minitzchi Yuso. In the category of eternal beings, he is more eternal. But what does he say? Nivdala mechomer, not physical. So first, the, the, the Torah is telling us, he is Elokei Elohim, so to speak. And that is, in the world of Malachim, in the world of non-physical beings, he is above. As the Rambam writes in the second paragraph, of Hilchaz the Torah, the Rambam there talks about the different levels of Malachim. The Rambam lists off ten levels of Malachim. Ofanim, Ereilim, Chashmalim, Srafim, Malachim, Elohim, B'nai Elohim, Kruvim, Ishim. Right? Very many, many levels. Chayos <coughs> HaKodesh. So the Ramam is saying here, Elohei Ho Elohim, he is above, so to speak, all of the non-physical beings. And then, Adonai Adonim, Manhig HaManhigim. He is the leader of leaders, Vehem HaGalgalim, Umini Ehem. The celestial spheres, 
the sun and the moon and the stars and the galaxies. That's Adonai Adonim. He is okay Elohim above the highest level of, of Nivraim, Malachim. But then the next level down, which the Ramam also talks about, the Ramam talks about in Paragimel. Paragimel he talks about the Galgalim and the sun and the moon and the stars. And the Ramam there talks about how they, they have a self-awareness and they also have Chachma. That's the Rambam in the next parak. But the Svarno says that's what's being referred to here in the next phrase. They're existing and going through their orbits is all relating to the Tachlis of the Kavana that he, he, HaGadosh Baruch Hu, implanted. So those are the two above. And then he gets to Hakel HaGadol HaGibar Vihanora. Hakel HaGadol Shein Nimsa Shavelo we're not going to get into these now. <coughs> Each one of them is is a different reflection of the of the Shem Hashem. But at the end of the pasuk is, doesn't accept bribes. What is that referring to? Says the Sferno, Lo yasir klal me onesh ha'avera mitzvah As the Gemara says in Sota, ein mitzvah. Mechabe Avera. What is he not taking bribes? You can't bribe him with a mitzvah to get rid of an Avera. One has to just do tshuva. You want to get rid of a mitzvah? So you want to get rid of an Avera? So get rid of the Avera. You can't wash it off with a mitzvah. Averas are Averas are mitzvahs are mitzvahs. Sometimes we have to do, you know, Asetov. Many of the Bali Musr jump in the Asetov and then do the Surmeirah. But the Asetov doesn't automatically get rid of the Surmeirah. Right? One has to work. One has to make sure that the Sur Meirah is also taken care of, but not by just disregarding it and trying to cover it up. That's the phrase of Asher lo yisafanim shochad. He doesn't take shochad uh, in this regard. Okay. Says the Eish uh, Talmud on the same Pasuk. On the same Pasuk. He quotes that Gemara in uh, Brachos that, that we were just referring to, uh, that the Malachim were Malachim were uh, Complaining that a Kaddish Baruch Hu shows favoritism to Klal Yisrael, and the answer is benching. The answer is benching. We 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 don't we could we only have to bench on a on a Kedesviya, and we bench much uh, much more. They only have to bless me and bench me when they're full. And they're careful and medactic with themselves much more. Ask the Eishtamid, Rav Druk, out of all the Chumras, out of all the things that we go above and beyond for our Kaddish Baruch Hu, this is what's picked? This is so unique that we uh, we bench? Kalam is boning to me, ma maila gedola hizu. What's so great? Kalkach. Achem mipneha, Kaddish Baruch Hu, no sepanam li Yisrael. Dafka because of this, v'chi chaser Chumras shebrei Yisrael, not to al-atzmam. Right, there aren't enough Chumras where we went above and beyond for our Kaddish Baruch Hu. There are many new laws that the Chachamim enacted. Many Siagim. There are many, many. This is so chashu v'nale. More than all the other siyagim, what's the pshah? What's the message? What's the message? We're not saying others are more appropriate. Right? You can only ask this question as a as a real strong kasha. Like you should have chosen A, B, C, and D. See here, we're not saying that he's not asking. 
that you know you should have chose A, B, and C, D, but just but why why this one? They're all equals. You had to choose one. Okay, fine, but this one, it's, it's not, we wouldn't have thought of it that it's such a a, a life changer. See, so quotes from his father. Quotes from his father that you know it's hard for us. We ask this question because we live in our generation. We live in a generation of affluence. We live in a generation that has so much. We live in a generation that you could ask the kasha of, you know, do disposable tins, um, you know, need to be toveled because, you know, they're, uh, they're sturdy, but they're meant to be thrown out. They have a shame clee. We're not getting into any discussion of the halakha But, so we throw many things out that, that are, that are, uh, usable, that are, that are, you know, meant to be thrown out, but it could have been in earlier generations, they could have lasted. So we, we have so much. Says Rav Juk's father, "Kush yuzu shalim b'dar shalanu, darshish piyesh lochaser lano davar. Az einenu mevinim as godol einyan v'mayla b'kach." We can't fathom. We open our our pantry, and it, there's we can't find the flavor that we want. We we we, we there are four different types of cereals and oranges and apples and and great. Rav Pikas writes about this too. Every time you open up your fridge, you should you should you should gasp and say, "Hashem, look how much you've given me." Look what I have. So he says, our generation can't fathom. This question wouldn't have been asked uh, by a previous generation. Somebody who has everything. If somebody does not have, somebody does not have so much, he has a kazayas or a kabetza, if somebody is still very hungry, after they eat a little bit, he would love to eat more, but he can't, at that moment. That's not so easy. If I still feel a big lack, but he's still moted the Kaddish Baruch on the Chasadim that he has been given. So we, the question is a this generation question. But the answer has to recognize what it was like and what it should be like in terms of our attitude, in terms of what exactly uh, we are uh, receiving and uh, what is above and beyond what is Ra'u'ilanu. And therefore, uh, it is. It is an amazing feat that even if there are those that are still very hungry and still very needy, we're still more than what we have. V'yachalta, v'savata v'rachta, and we do it even on a kezayis, even on a kebetza. Okay. And we get to Rav Schwab. Rav Schwab discusses, right, towards the end of the parsha. <coughs> we had Shema last week, and this week we have V'haya im Shema'a. We have at the end of the parsha, towards the end of the parsha, the parsha is V'haya, the second parsha of Kriya Shema. So these two are in order. We have Shema last week, Vahaya this week, but Vayomer we already had back in uh, the end of Parsha Shlach. But this Parsha talks all about Schar Vaonish. Right? We know this is, if the first Parsha is called Kabbalah Samalcha Shemayim, this Parsha is called Kabbalah's Mitzvahs and Kabbalah Schar Vaonish. Because it says, if you follow, if you follow and listen to all the Mitzvahs that I tell you to do, Avas Hashem, not Avas Hashem, to serve Him with all your heart, I'll give you rain. And you'll gather your your grain. Etc. There is a difficult Tosfus. Right? What Tosfus says sounds like a nice chilek, but then if you think about it, it makes it difficult. Tosfus is commenting on the Gemara and Brachas and Naflamid Hay. 
Remember, that Gemara quotes the Machlokas, Rabbi Shimer by Yochai and Rabbi Shmuel, about Parnasa. About Parnasa. Rabbi Shmuel says, you gotta go out and make a Parnasa. You gotta go out and make a Parnasa. You have to learn Torah, but you also have to make a Parnasa. Rabbi Shmuel says, and that's what many people do when they've been successful. Rabbi Shimer by Yochai says, no, no, no. You have to just sit and learn. Because if you just go out and, and make a Parnasa, then it's always gonna be busy season, and nobody's ever gonna be able to learn anything. But, I, what about, when I'm making a parnasa? That's the Bidiyavid situation, when we're not osik for Ritzono Shomakom. Right, the Gemara there has that chilek. Bismach, Yisrael, Ritzono Shomakom, where B'nai Yisrael are following the Ratzon of Hashem, then Malach to Nasis Adeyacherim. Then our Malach will be done by others. Pasuk in Yishayahu. Ubismach, Yisrael, Ritzono Shomakom, but if we're not following the path of Hashem, then, ah, Nebuch, we're gonna have to work for a living. Malach to Nasis Adeyatzman, Shenemar, Vyasafta, you will gather your grain. That's ain osim rishal shomakom, and that's that's basically a, a klala that we're going to have to do that because we're not following rishal shomakom. So v'kvar hikshu dasakene mi balei tosfes and tosfes and brachas. What? V'yasafta the ganecha is referring to ain osim rishal shomakom. Read the psukim. It's mafurish. It's mafurish in the Torah that the second parsh, the first half of the second parsh of Kriyashma is talking about Osin Ritzono Shomakom. Im Shamoa Tishmu and Biasata the Ganecha. How in the world could Rav Shumayachai say that the second parsh of Kriyashma is referring to Ein Osin Ritzono Shomakom? Very, very strong question. What do you do? What do you do with this? So says Rav Schwab. Bottom of source number five. Venire. Dibivadai. Says Rav Shwab, we know there's a concept of Bechir Chavshus. Right? Free choice. Free choice uh, to make decisions and we're responsible for our decisions. Says Rav Shwab. Shibivadai malas abachira hi gedola ad ma'od. Free choice is huge. The, and it, it defines us. Via teres tiferes shel ha'adam v'yisrono ha'kalabrias. And that's what's unique to people that we have bechira, avalamayla hagavoa biyoser. But the highest level that man could reach is ksha adam bechiraso hachavshis bocher levater akoch bechiraso. If I choose not to have bechira, that's the highest level that we could reach. We have bechira, but what if we choose with our bechira not to have bechira? That's the highest level. I feel mukhrah. I feel this is what I have to do. Ain Brera. Somebody was just asking, pointing out to me yesterday. But again, it's obvious. Everybody knows it. But he was talking about how it's amazing. If, I, if I'm trying to lose weight and there's an extra dessert there, I'm gonna have, it's going to be hard for me. I'm going to want the dessert. I'll try to a nibble of it, at it. I'll come back later. I'll try to like do jumping jacks in the middle to earn it. But if, it's, if I'm fleshik and that's milchik, I'm not touching it. There's no way. Oh, oh because it's going to be mutter in six hours. So what? By, 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 uh, on a diet, even if it's going to be mutter in a few hours, you can't control yourself. But when it comes to fleshiks, Right? There's no Bechira there. Because most of us, hopefully all of us, have reached the level that there's, there's, there's no Bechira. What's, I'm Milchik, I'm Milchik, I'm Fleshik, I'm Fleshik. Until I'm Muchrach, until I feel I'm Muchrach. So the highest level of reaching to use Bechira to a state where 
I don't have, uh, where I don't have Bechira. Turn the page. He says, and that's what we, how we, uh, view. I'm sorry, let's just read the, the part that we, uh, that we skipped. Um, when HaKadosh Baruch says that the plan is that they're not going to hear it directly from me, they should have said, no, we want to hear it from you. Meaning, we want to be able to, to have that clarity. The ultimate of Bechir is to reach the level that Adonai Bechir so says Rashwab now, that's the first and the second parsha of of Kriyishma. We have what was the question? Ah, the second parsha is Osim Ritzon Shalmakom. Hakadoshubiyachai said it's not. No, maybe the second parsha is not on the same level as the first parsha, as the first parsha of Kriyishma. In the first parsha of Kriyishma, v'yahavtas Hashem alokecha b'chol levavcha u'v'chol nafshecha. You have to love Hashem totally with all your heart to b'chol nafshecha. Afilu notels nafshecha, even if He takes your soul and be connected to Hakadosh Baruch no matter what. This is do the mitzvahs as if there's no bechira. Right? Says the b'shah sherotzim ha'rosham la'avir al da'adas when the rosham want to be ma'avir al da'atenu yet to be moser nefesh even on other mitzvos if it's shas hashmad. And what's in the parsha of Kriyashma? Right? We have Talmud Torah, Vishnatam Lavanecha, Tefillin, and Mezuzah. Look throughout shas. By those mitzvos, we have examples of those great leaders that gave their life or are willing to give their life for Talmud Torah, Tefillin, and Mezuzah. Talmud Torah. That's the Gemara at the end of Rachas. Rabbi Akiva. Pamachas Gazra Malchas Arisha Shlo Yaski Torah. They made the Gzera. No learning Torah, but Papas Men Yehuda. Papas came and saw Rabbi Akiva. Makil Kihilas Barabim. He saw Rabbi Akiva gathering large groups for Osek Torah over there. And Papas says, what are you doing? He was like, I can't live without this. And later on, Papas is arrested also with Akiva, and Papas gets very upset. He's like, at least you were arrested for doing something valuable, and not me. But he was ready. He, say, he says, what was his answer? Papas said, Papas said to Rabbi Akiva, just stop learning. He says, no, it's like fish without water. It's like fish without water. I can't, I can't do that. So you see, Torah, Rabbi Akiva didn't have a Bechira Chavshis. He did, but he did it. He, he created the level for himself that I have to learn. I can't live without learning. It's like water for me. And Shabbos. Remember, Elisha Balkanafayim. Two times a Mesech Shabbos. Mem Tesla, I think Koflamid. Gazer Shalom and Yachtfilin. Elisha Balkanafayim and Yachtfilin. He couldn't not wear Tfilin. Kishamatsu also shalu also mayesh lo biyado. He says, Kanfe Yona. He says, when he was hiding the tilt, Kanfe Yona, just like the Yona cannot be saved without wings, so to many so cannot be saved without mitzvahs. And right? They came to take him away, but he 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 pointed to the mezuzah. He put his hand on the mezuzah. These are the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs that this is our this is our lifeblood. So the first parsha of Kriyishma is ultimate osin mitzvah shemakom, where they've reached we reach the level of total connection of avas Hashem and yiras Hashem. And mitzvahs then are automatic. What's the second parsha? Im shemotishma. If if you have an if in there, that means there's a choice. You're still at the level of choosing. Even if you choose correctly, even if you choose correctly, you're not on the, same, the level of totally in the God zone. Uvachain on the left side now. Mama od amku divrei chazal. Shiar gishu. 
They felt, Chazal felt, that in Parshas Vayim Shemoah, Shaparsha Matchelos Be'im, Pirish, She'ein Atamuchrach. It's not a Hechrach. V'yesh l'cha Bechira Chavshis, L'Shemoah, O Shalom L'Shemoah. There's still a level of Bechira there. L'chein yesh kan chisarn b'shlemus asiyas b'shlemus 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 and that's what Tosfos says. Ukadiri Tosfos Osin Ritzono Aval Enam Tzadikim Gemurim. We didn't read the lashon of Tosfos, but that's what Tosfos said earlier, right? They are being Osin Ritzono, but not Tzadikim Gemurim. What's Tzadikim Gemurim? Where it's not, it's on the level of, it's not even a choice anymore. Not even a choice anymore. That you take your bechira and make it into, into no bechira. Right? That's what some say is the uh, was the answer of 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 Kafalem Harkigigis and Nasev and Ishma. <laughs> Right, some suggest that Meshachachma says this and Naki Musar says this, that really they had a choice. But it was Ki'ilo they didn't have a choice. Because it was so clear to them, this is what they wanted to do. They took their Bechira and made it into, into no Bechira. Okay. One final thought for this week, and that is from the Halekach Bahalibuv, Rav Avram Shor, one of his farm. One of his farm also talking about the difference between the first and the second parsha of Kriyashma. Look at Rashi. Rashi, the beginning of Vahayim Shamoah, tells us uh, what is the relationship between the two. They're both pretty similar, right? You have uh, the, towards the end, you have Uksartam and Uksaftam. Right? They seems to be uh, similar psukim. So if you look in the end of Pasuk Yud Gimel, Bechol of Avchem, Ula Avda Bechol of Avavod Avshechem, it's plural. It's plural lashon. Says Rashi, follow kfar his here al kach bechol avavcha uvechol nafshecha. So the first parsha bechol avavcha uvechol nafshecha. So what's bechol avavcha bechol nafshechem? El ashar liyachid, ashar letzibur. There's an ashara for the yachid to follow the words of Hashem, and ashara for the tzibur to follow the words of Hashem. And the mafarshim quotes Rav Avram Shor. Mafarshim amdu bazet. What does that mean? There's an ashara for the tzibur. If every yachid is 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 muzhar to follow the mitzvos, b'chol avavchav on afshecha, then memela the tzibur is gonna, you know, put them all together. Amdu alukol echad muzhar kfar mitzad hayachid umayi osafa shal ashara letzibur. What's the extra ashara for the tzibur? Answer Rav Avram Shor. So he quotes based on a sfasemes that he heard from his father. That he heard from Rav Gedalia Shor. Vraisi besfasemes likutim biir bazeh, and he says nakdim levaer ha'inyan or putting his fasemes with what he heard from his father. He says, what's the difference between ha'inyan shel mitzuve va'ose uma alaso al ena mitzuve yose? What's the extra added mila of doing a mitzvah when you're commanded to do the mitzvah? Mitzuv Yosef and Mitzuv Yosef. The Rishon already discusses, but he quotes for Shamati. He quotes from his father. He relates it to a lumdish chilak, zechia and shlicha. Zechia, I um, am meriting something on your behalf. I give something to Ruvain, and Ruvain is kona it for Shimon. He's zocha in on behalf of Shimon. That's zechia. Shlichus is Shimon tells him, please go get this for me. There's two different concepts in halacha. There's a relationship between the two. There's a machlokas bishonim. Zechiyah mitam shlichus or zechiyah la mitam shlichus. But there's a chilek that they quote, V'yadu'a b'yir adavar. Ki a zechiyah hu sh'amagbiya usa'a pula b'kochosav. One of the chilukim is, is that by zechiyah, let's say I'm giving it to Ruvain on behalf of Shimon. Right? I'm giving it to Ruvain. Who's doing the maisa? Ruvain's doing the maisa. By zechiyah. V'hu kone oso b'schus hakinyin shalom. And he's konit for rakchin is chadish parshas zechiyah sheyochal asos akinyan shalom avur acher. Ruvain is doing the ma'isa kinyan, and the chiddush of zechiyah is that Ruvain is doing the ma'isa kinyan, 
and he zochid on behalf of Shimon. It's Reuben's Maisa Kenyan, and it's on behalf of Shimon. Shlichus is a different geder, says the, it quotes from the Imrebina. It's not that Reuben is doing the Maisa and Shimon is getting the Chalos, it's as if Shimon is doing the Maisa. When Reuben does the Maisa, it's like Shimon's doing the Maisa. Mashenke Barsha Shlichus, who poel bekocha shalom shalech, is called Yada Arichta. Kiya Mishaleach no sinlo hayecholes vakoch, lasos the Maisa. And the Mishaleach gives him the power, the authority to do the act. The Alpizer, he says, that's the difference between an Eino Mitsuve Vyose and a Mitsuve Vyose. If somebody's not commanded to do something, he's not Mitsuve, then it's like the Gedder of Zechia. Gedder of Zechia. Eino Koacha Mishaleach Lazo is a Mitzvah. Who's the Mishaleach? HaKadosh Baruch, who's the Mishaleach? He's sending us to do Mitzvahs. So we do the Mitzvah. If we're Eino Mitsuve Vyose, we do the Mitzvah, but it's my doing the Mitzvah. That's it. Osa Mitzvah Mikochosav. But if I'm Mitsuve Vyose, that I'm giving the power of the Mishaleach. And when I do a mitzvah, it's Kilo HaKadosh Baruch Hu who is doing the mitzvah with me. Hainu kocho shal HaKadosh Baruch Hu shu shalach otanu la'asos ha-mitzvos. He sent us to do the mitzvahs. Kvoshevi HaSvasemes, and he quotes that from the Svasemes, asher kiddushanu b'mitzvosav. Bekoach ha-tzivu yimimenu yisbarach v'alchidu l'kayim ha-mitzvah. B'chul l'wedi continues. He says, that's the pshat of the Rashi. Asrol l'yachl, asrol l'tzibor. We do the mitzvahs, so we do it ourselves. But the more we connect with the mitzvah, the more HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there with us. And the more we connect with the tzibur and the other mitzvim, the more that he is with us. And he quotes that from the Svasemas on the left side now. Ashar tzibur, ki nimsa, ki mi shemachlis asval tocha tzibur, v'nase chelek mea tzibur, where we go in, v'osa mitzvah b'shem kol Yisrael, and I do it with all of Klai Yisrael in mind. I connect to the Tzibur. That is the ultimate unification of the person doing the mitzvah, of the one that is getting the uh, credit for the mitzvah, the person. The Tzibur and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Right? And we all come together, we're all connected through the mitzvah, and that's Asrael, the Yachad, Asrael, the Tzibur. The Yachad can do the mitzvah, and that's wonderful. But when the Yechidim come together, maybe it's like a mashal like, the sum is greater than all of its parts. Tzibur is a much greater concept than shutfis. If all the Jews are together as partners, that's one level, but that's not Tzibur. Tzibur is a, is a unique halakhic entity where the um, individual identities are merged. It's not just a connection that we have to, to fulfill a, fulfill a tafkid. No, it's all, all connected. And that's as well yachid, Ezra Latibur, Enodome, a Tzibur doing mitzvahs where they're connected to each other, which connects them more to Akadish Baruchu versus a Yachid doing a mitzvah, which doesn't have that, that as much power as that. Okay, we'll have to stop here with Hashem. Next week with Hashem, we'll continue one more, uh, Parsha Shir, Parsha Zre'eh here in Chutzlaretz in camp, and then with Hashem, we'll be back in Eretz Yisrael after that, um, around the time of Rosh Chodesh Elul. Okay, we'll stop here.